0: Okay, friends, my friends, my friends. Today we are going to read a book called Disney The Little Mermaid Make a Splash. And this book was adapted by Ashley Franklin, illustrated by Paul Kellum, and the screenplay originally was by David McGee. And it's based on Disney's. <laughs> McGee. McGee. And it's based on Disney's version of The Little Mermaid which is a live action film you can go and see it in the theaters and it was originally the original story was written by a man called Hans Christian Andersen but I feel like this story we're about to read is very different than what the original person who wrote it was trying to do to tell his story but I think I like this one a little bit better so before we read it, though, we do need to give our patrons shout out. Our patrons are our people who help us get our stories out, and they are really amazing people who are kind and helpful and so supportive. And they, if they ever have questions, we are here to answer them. And. Um, We actually have extra fun perks that we give them, and if would mm -hmm. would like to
1: say thank
0: you, oh, Bella and her dad Mike. Did you hear that? I don't know. Say it one more time so they can make sure they can hear Bella. Oh, yeah, there we go. Her dad Mike. Mike. That's right, Bella. We hope you enjoy this story. So, without any further ado, shall we just get right into it now? Would you like to come under the sea with me? Yeah, I know. Under the sea we go. So hold your breath, folks. Here we go. Down in the sea lives an adventurous young mermaid. Her name is Ariel. And she's one of King Triton's Daughters of the Seven Seas. But this young princess is far away from her underwater castle. She is exploring a shipwreck. With her best friend Flounder, Ariel loves finding and collecting things from the human world because they're probably very mysterious to her. Wouldn't you get? Wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she calls a fork a single A dingle hopper, I think. Let's, well, here you see. Watch, watch. I'll show you. Ariel discovers a new treasure. She can only imagine what it's used for. She shows it to her friend Scuttle. Scuttle is an expert on all things human. It's a dinglehopper, she tells Ariel. When King Triton But yeah, in the picture we should I should say what it it, it is not actually. It's it's a fork. Yeah. Silly. When King Triton learns about Ariel's adventures, he warns her to stay away from humans and everything connected to their world. King Triton thinks humans are dangerous and he wants to keep his daughter safe. Do you know that all parents want to keep their children safe? We don't want our children to get hurt and it's super important that we as their children listen to what our parents have to say. Most of the time parents are definitely right. Now humans are not necessarily uh safe are they so he's right that that humans can be very dangerous evening falls and so do Earl's spirits she sneaks off to her underwater grotto i just don't see how a world that makes such wonderful things could be bad she says as she swims along her collection of gizmos and gadgets and she does have a lot of them doesn't she Ariel notices a strange light in the, above the water. Overcome with curiosity, she swims to the surface for the very first time. When Ariel reaches the human world, the sky is filled with a rainbow of fireworks. What, what, what? It's fireworks, I wonder why, let's see. Ariel spots a huge ship crowded with sailors. They're having a birthday celebration for a young man named Eric. He's a prince and loves adventures. Just like Ariel. Just like Ariel. The sky darkens and the party comes to an end. Huge waves toss the ship back and forth. Ariel, oh no, Eric. mm Mm-hmm and his crew are no match for the storm but you can see Ariel is watching him in the picture do you see she is she is there i wonder what she's going to do to help uh oh we got a problem crash the ship smashes into jagged rocks and a fire breaks out okay fires do not belong Anywhere near there are people, because people can get burned. Oh dear, what are we going to do? Eric helps his crew get off the ship safely, but after going back to save his dog, Max, Eric is thrown overboard. Ariel springs into action, saving the young prince's life. She's a hero. And she did it, didn't she? Yeah. Ariel carefully lays Eric ashore and sings him a sweet song. She wishes she could be part of his world, but she must hurry back to her own. When Eric wakes up, Ariel is gone. He could only remember her song. Sebastian the Crab, King Triton's advisor, lets it slip to the king that Ariel has helped a human. King Triton is furious and goes to her grotto. Promise me you will never look for him again. He orders Ariel, but Ariel can't make that promise. Angry that Ariel won't listen to him, Triton uses his magical trident to destroy her treasures. Do you want to know something? Well, As a parent, sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we do things we, oh, doggone it, we wish we hadn't done. And I have a feeling like right here, King Triton kind of let his temper get the better of him. And he wasn't thinking very clearly. And I think sometimes we all do that, right? We make mistakes when we're feeling scared or sad or angry. And I think he was probably feeling all those things all at once. And I think that's what happened. Now, after Triton leaves, Ariel sadly looks at her ruined collection. At first, she doesn't notice two eels swimming into her grotto. They introduce her to Ursula, the sea witch. Ursula promises to help Ariel by turning her into a human. Let me ask you something think that it's a it's a good idea to trust a witch no i don't think she knows that's a witch well they they call her the sea witch so i think maybe she does know i don't think i would trust her but let's see what happens ariel swims to ursula's lair she gives ursula one of her scales and they strike a deal ariel has three days to kiss eric or she'll be turned back into a mermaid and lose her freedom she must also give ursula her voice uh-oh wait mm-hmm. if 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 she kisses eric mm-hmm. like, will she get her voice back yep yeah all she has to do is give him a little smoochy kiss let's see what happens After the deal is done, Ariel surfaces far from land. Luckily, Flounder and Sebastian are there to help. A kind fisherman accidentally scoops Ariel up in his net. He takes her to the palace where she is reunited with Eric. Eric doesn't recognize Ariel because she can't sing her song. But still, that doesn't stop them from becoming good friends. Eric is a collector like Ariel and shows her some of his favorite treasures a pair of adventurers they spend the next day exploring the island sebastian knows they're running out of time for ariel to kiss eric and he takes matters into his own claws and with the help of some friends he sets the scene for a romantic evening but just as ariel and eric are about to kiss ursula's evil eels tip over their boat Doggone it, they were pretty close to that smoochy kiss. Now kisses are very, very important things, aren't they? Yeah, which is why we don't just go around smooching anybody. We have to make sure our our smooch is special. Now on Ariel's third day at the palace, she wakes up to discover that Eric has decided to marry a young woman named Vanessa. Eric thinks Vanessa is the one who rescued him on the beach. I know it's fast, but I do owe her my life," Prince Eric says to his mother and his advisor Grimsby. Fortunately, all is not lost for the little mermaid. Scuttle discovers that the bride-to-be is none other than Ursula in disguise. She used Ariel's song to trick the prince. At the engagement party, Scuttle leads an animal ambush to stop the festivities. Ariel uses the distraction to stru- to free her voice from Ursula's shell necklace. She sings her song, and Eric realizes the truth. It was Ariel who saved his life. But they're too late. The sun sets before Ariel and Eric can kiss. Ariel turns back into a mermaid, and Ursula drags her into the ocean. Ursula drags? Mm -hmm. Ariel. When the sea witch tells King Triton of Ariel's deal, the king trades his freedom and magical trident for Ariel's release and that is the sign of a good parent. We would do just about anything Wait, what, to take what, care of our kids. What is he doing? He gave himself in exchange for his little girl so that she could be free. Like, uh, how did what did he do? He said, "Don't don't take my princess Ariel. Take me instead." Because the sea witch was probably going to do something awful. I think we're about to find out. I think she's going to kill him. Uh-oh. The newly powerful Ursula seems unbeatable, but Ariel refuses to give up. She steers a wrecked ship into Ursula, pokes her right in the tummy, it looks like, kapow, and defeats her. What a battle. Whew. Ursula got a little too big for her britches, I think. What, the, what does too big for a mean? That means she blew up in big sizes. She went from being a normal size to being a huge size. Like, she was a normal-sized mermaid person, and then she became, I don't know, like Clifford the Big Red Dog. With Ursula gone, King Triton regains his power and gives Ariel the greatest gift. The gift of choice. He chooses, she chooses to become a human and Triton uses his powers to make her wish come true. Together, Princess Ariel and Prince Eric unite two kingdoms that once seemed worlds apart. And now they are ready to explore uncharted waters and find their next adventure. And yeah, it looks like they get, well, they definitely get married in the animated movie the original so we'll have to watch the new one to find out but what's important is that she gets to live happily ever after despite how many wrong things happened on her way to the end we all make mistakes and stuff happens but as long as we choose to forgive and continue to love good things can come right right yeah and that my friends is say it with me the end.